the grand finale We coming through with the Madden family And only the baddest athletes gonna survive When you see four or five of my guys Piling up on top of you in front of your eyes Feel the impact, dual shock starts to kick back And yo, it's Madden 2001 You need to get that And feel like you in the game playing for real It's like royalty, so nil It's like hot one, hot two NFL fans, welcome to another edition of This Week in the NFL here on the North-South Connection Podcast Network. I am your host, the Cowboy, joined, as always, by the other occupants of your favorite three-man booth, John D'Amato and Cowboy Senior. And it's playoff time, guys. How are you guys doing? Playoffs. Always ready for the playoffs. It's going to be fun. This weekend is nuts. The six-game weekend is crazy. It's going to be a blast. Yeah, this is my favorite two weekends of the year. I'm psyched. Even though our teams aren't in it, we still appreciate the game. And all you guys, fantasy and all that's over. This is If you really love the NFL, without gambling, fantasy, you know, without rooting your teams, you could just sit back and enjoy these games. So That's what we're going to do. It's a great point, John. And the nice thing is, if you're into fantasy and gambling, you can do that too. Still in the in the in the, in the playoffs. So some, the something nice for everybody. Is, cowboy, the other nice thing is, even though your teams are out, you know, like us being Pat fans and Johnny with his G men, so we don't have our teams to root for. There are always some teams to root against, and that's fun too. <laughs> That's a good point, senior. That's a good point. And um, just real quick before we get into the games, real crazy uh, week off the field. Um, we're we're going to touch on it toward the end of the show, but obviously um, I'm sure senior has some thoughts on Bill Belichick and uh, the Patriots parting ways, which was pretty expected. But then there definitely um, some unexpected stuff with Pete Carroll leaving the Seahawks. Nobody saw that coming. And then, not totally unexpected, but still a little shocking that Mike Vrabel was fired, given his uh, the success he's had in Tennessee. So there are a lot of strong coaching candidates out there for any teams who may be in need. And the fun thing about tomorrow is that depending on how some of these results go, I'm sorry, this weekend, not tomorrow, this weekend, um, you could be seeing, we could be watching a team have a performance that leads to Bill Belichick coaching that team. <laughs> Cowboys! <laughs> um, right? Cowboys lose. I think Bill Bill's probably in there. Good chance of it. But we'll we'll touch more on that on the end of the show. And I think I, I know I'd like to give my thoughts, and I'm sure Senior would like to say a couple of words for uh to commemorate and uh eulogize. <laughs> I don't know if that's the right word. The uh the Belichick era in New England. With that said. Let's do what we always do here and talk about the games. And we're gonna we we've been um we've kind of had an initial segment that we do every week that we you know it's kind of happened organically about three four weeks ago, um and you know that team is still alive after after last week things broke right for them and your Pittsburgh Steelers are, are your seven seed going to Buffalo senior. To face the two seed Bills, the Bills on paper, one of the hotter teams in the NFL, won a bunch have won a bunch of games in a row in order to lock up the two seed. On the field, it's been still a little bit of a mixed bag with Buffalo. They didn't play that great in the, in the Miami game, but they got a win. Um, 
the Steelers playing their best football of the season. Um, nice win. Nice win last week. Rudolph continued to be decent, and uh, they've, they've really gotten their running game going, which is an Achilles heel of Buffalo. And there's going to be some weather. So just as has been customary, Senior, just give us your thoughts on the Steelers in general and then on this game specifically. Uh, it's, a, it's ridiculous that we still have to watch them, but we do. Um, we kind of called it that they were going to win last week. Uh, you can say they played well. I guess they beat the Baltimore backups. I'm not impressed. You know, you're, you're playing a game against a team that's playing for nothing. The NFL MVP and a bunch of other really good players are sitting down on the sidelines watching the game. Yay, Steelers. But they've been so fortunate this year. The, the way the schedule has fallen for them, you know, to get away with losing those back-to-back games to the to the Cardinals and the Patriots and just have things fall their way. And the luck never ends. Now you give me, you give me the bills and the Steelers in ideal conditions in nice weather or in a dome. And I'm telling you that the bills roll all over them, but no, we can't have that. Not only is it bad weather predicted there, it's supposed to snow and it's like a blizzard. I think they're getting 20 some inches for the weekend. And they're saying seven to 10 inches could fall during the game with high winds. So now this is a situation where even though the bills have home field advantage, it's not to their advantage. And very, very lucky for the Steelers where in that kind of weather, you can say anything can happen. There's going to be some fluky flat plays Ball security is going to be real tough. So once again, the freaking Steelers get lucky. And I'm and I'm gonna I'm not even gonna not only gonna say it about the Steelers. We're gonna start calling it Pennsylvania freaking luck because that other Pennsylvania team, the Eagles, they they come limping into the playoffs, playing like maybe the bottom two team in the NFL. They look awful. And could they have caught a better break? You get into the playoffs, you blew, you really had home field advantage. You had that two seed wrapped up and you gave it away. So now you got to travel and you play in this, the team that wins the worst division in football that had their moments where they look like a decent team at best. And now they're hobbling into the playoffs. They haven't played well the last couple of weeks. Baker, who was having a good year, is all dinged up. Pennsylvania luck. <laughs> I'm hoping they both still lose, but man, they couldn't, both of them couldn't ask for things to break better their way. And for the, for the Steelers, it's been happening all season. So, I mean, so. the one, the one guy I hear who's unhappy in Pittsburgh is Pickett, right? That they're playing Rudolph over him. Well, no kidding Pickett. Cause you were a bum when you played <laughs> and this guy's actually playing halfway decent, but that bubble, I mean, I don't see him throwing the ball too much in the wind. And he's just, both teams are going to be mostly handing off. We got to hope that Josh Allen runs all over them. You know, that's well, man, it's it's unbelievable. The I Steelers, guys. The, thank you, senior. Fair and balanced as always. Um, the Steelers. I mean, we could say that there, there, there's luck there, and I, I I suppose the conditions are lucky. I mean, they did lose arguably the best defensive player in the whole NFL for 
at least this game and most likely multiple games if they win. So that that yeah, that a, a that's great a tough pass rusher. So you get a day where you can't throw the ball. You know that even then they they lucked out where you know not having their great pass rusher isn't going to mean that much. Because you're not going to be throwing it in that weather. Okay, go on. Sorry to interrupt. No, it's about it, it's it's reminiscent of, and I don't know if, if others have said this, but the first thing I thought of when I saw the, the report today about the weather and like if the NFL is coming out and saying we're not moving the game, right? For them to have to say that, the weather's going to. There's a chance it's like historically awful. Right. Like, I know they get, they get like that lake effect snow in Buffalo. Um, but it, I mean, in the wind, like snow is one thing, but the wind is the real problem. Right. And I remember the Bills being involved in a windy game once. And it's ironic that this is the week that Bill Belichick left the Patriots, because I think. You know, I think that was his 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 Mona Lisa was beating beating Buffalo without 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 passing the whole game. Remember, I watched that with you, senior. They didn't pass the whole game. And when you're saying about not moving the game, I also heard talk of possibility of moving the other game, the one in uh, Kansas City, where the temperature is supposed to be seven below zero at game time. Yeah, and that's and a lucky. That's a very and, lucky break for the Chiefs. And they're telling they're telling people, you know, these aren't sports people, but the the normal news media is issuing warnings and telling people to stay indoor. That it's too cold to be outside. That they're going to play a football game, and people right. are going to be sitting in the stands. We'll see if Taylor. We'll see if Taylor uh, Swift braves the elements. But no, back, she's, up, she's up in, in the suite I know, where it's I'm kidding, 70. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, back to Steelers-Bills, right? So that game really, really came into my into my mind. And I hate to say this, Senior, but there's a lot of similarities here, right? In that, you know, man for man on the field, Buffalo is clearly the better team. Clearly, clearly the better team. I think no, I no. take... I take Tomlin a hundred times out of a hundred over the Bills coach, right? Yep. And to so, piggyback on that a little bit, Raj, but I'll just say it quick because you want to talk about it at the end. But I say them, the Cowboys, the Eagles, and um, the Cowboys, the Eagles, and the uh, Bills. All could be landing spots for Bill if one of them loses in the first round. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, the it's the not Bills, just the Cowboys. It would make sense for all three of them. You 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 have this disappointment and lose in the first round, and I'd throw uh, would Tampa. Would be better off with Bill Belichick? Mm. I'd throw but, Tampa in there too. I'd throw Tampa in there too. But, oh, for sure. Uh, I Buffalo definitely. I mean, they they. I mean, McDermott was one foot out the door. It seemed like just a few weeks ago. But when we look at this game, I mean, Buffalo is the biggest favorite of anybody this weekend, right? They're ten point favorites. Um, on paper, they should win the game, but there's the the elements. Now, the elements. I don't say they favor the Bills, but. If you're gonna, if there's any quarterback in the league who can throw the ball in the wind, it's Josh Allen. He's got this like the strongest arm in the history of the NFL, right? So, in theory, if there is a passing game in this kind of weather, it's going to be the Buffalo passing game. But 
Man, I mean, I just can't get it out of my head, senior. And I hate I hate to say this, but I really actually like Pittsburgh in this game. I think I think Tomlin. I mean, Belichick pantsed McDermott in that in that similar game. And Tomlin is definitely capable of doing the same thing. And like the one thing you can't do in this kind of game is like make stupid mistakes and turn the ball over. And if the Bills have an Achilles heel, it is that their quarterback turns the ball over a lot. Like, you you know, in a game that could end up being 10-7 or something like that, you don't you can't give the other team a short field. I think, you know, of, of the two teams, it's more likely that Buffalo gives Pittsburgh a short field. And then looking, looking. Strictly, looking strictly at the running games, if it's going to be a lot of running game, the I think... You know, James Cook is a good running back, but he's not really like built for for this kind of game. So you're looking at Leonard Fournette off the couch and Josh. say what you want about Najee Harris. He's been running. He's And I, I was the first person to criticize him for a long time. He's been running hard. And this really looks like the kind of game where you would want a guy like Najee Harris, right? A bruiser who you could give the ball to 40 times and is going to beat the piss out of the defense. And Buffalo has been susceptible to the run all season. That's been their, their weak weakness on defense. Miami was running through them and like stopped running the ball. So for those reasons, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but for those reasons, I think Pittsburgh wins and I think like, like what you said about Belichick to Buffalo, I'd hate to see him at a division rival, but I think I think it's not McDermott after they lose this game. And I think it would really be a fitting ending to this Bills season for how it's gone if they lose this game. John, you haven't gotten to say a word, so please give us your thoughts here. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to uh, stick with Buffalo. The, the weather might actually help uh, Josh Allen. It, it'll remind him to be a little more careful because – they really dominated Miami, but it's just – you keep thinking he's going to get it, but Allen just makes those infuriating turnovers where he threw he threw it right to the, a Dolphin receiver in, in the end zone. The, the, that game they, they shouldn't, that game shouldn't have been so hard for them to, to win where they needed that the, that punt return really saved them. So he's, he's just infuriating. But then you see at the end of the game that a third and 13 run where he just like – where at the end he finishes and gets the first down and he runs through three linebackers. Like he's one of the only like two, three quarterbacks that can make that play. So he's for, for a Bills fan, he's gotta be, he's gotta be so frustrating because uh, you know, he, he, he could kill you, but he could also do, do plays that, that no other quarterback can make. But uh, I, I think the talent that, and Watts loss is uh, really doesn't, doesn't make me worry about it. Even, even with the weather, I, I'm not as uh as concerned as you guys are, I think uh, I think Buffalo's uh, still going to roll. Uh, the t- talent's going to win out. All right, John, and I mean this is one of those picks where I I know full well it could be fourteen nothing Buffalo in the first quarter, and I'll be saying to myself, "What the heck were you thinking?" You just like command the Dolphins. You just look, you just you, you just look like an idiot again, Raj. But Fish shooter shooter shoot, John, and uh, you know like you gotta you, you can't be afraid to be wrong. So I, I, I go out there too sometimes, but not this time. I'm I'm. I'm stick with the favorites of Buffalo. All right, senior. I don't think you made an official pick other other than the horseshoe part of the Steelers. No, no. I don't know if that was a Steelers win pick. No, no, I'm picking Buffalo, but as you would say, sometimes with trepidation. 
I mean, if they really get like, if, if like seven, eight inches of snow fall during the game and it's that windy, stuff like that, really anything can happen. And that's what scares me. Anything can happen in that kind of weather. It, that's just, those are just crazy games, you know? So I'm concerned. I don't want to see those guys advance. My God. And I also <laughs> would, would I guess we should be pulling for the Bills to win a couple of games because you know, it's going it's going to be heartbreaking to see our guy on any other sideline, see that hoodie on any other sideline, but in the division that would really hurt. So, go Bills, beat the freaking Steelers, please beat the Steelers. And if if the Steelers win, that's Pittsburgh at Baltimore. A lot of you know good story. Yeah, well, that, that would be a really be a whole different story playing there. Uh, Playing their starting team instead of their backups. And maybe maybe, maybe you hope there's no typhoon or anything during the <laughs> yeah. game. All right. So I know we always start with the Steelers, so I wanted to start with the Steelers again. Now we can go in order. So Saturday we have two games. Uh, fourth In the 4.30 slot, we have Joe Flacco and the Cleveland Browns going to Houston to play C.J. Stroud and the Houston Texans, who got in by... You know, Shane Steichen kind of outsmarted himself a little bit in the Houston Indy game. Game was a lot of fun to watch. Um, Indy, Indy, I feel like probably should have won the game. They were on a game-winning drive and or game a drive to go ahead and seemed ultra concerned with bleeding the whole clock, leading to them having a fourth and one. And then on the fourth and one, made the curious decision to put in a guy who had touched the ball like 10 or 11 times all season, um, drew up the play for him. Minshew made a bad throw. The kid, it was a catchable battle ball, would have been a tough catch, but the poor kid dropped it. And that was that. And Houston, um, Houston, Houston advances. So, John, when do you start us off here? Cleveland at Houston. Uh, Cleveland at Houston, then. They they played a, f- a few weeks before and then uh, Cleveland rolled, but uh, that that game uh, Houston was missing a uh, Will Anderson and, uh, and also also one of their uh, their front four guys. So and uh, Stroud, I, yes, uh, of course uh, Stroud too, of course. <laughs> so yeah, I think I think this time uh, D'Amico Ryan's who uh, did a great job in his first year as coach uh, and uh, he was a, he's a defensive guy and I think he's going to take take pride in uh, in that. In that fact, and not let Amari Cooper, you know, and Flacco roll for 200 yards. So he's going to find a way to uh, to contain uh, Amari Cooper. And uh, yeah, I like the Texans uh, in the rematch at home, even though uh, Cleveland is favored, and uh, they could, you know, they got Garrett and the dominating uh, defensive player. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the the Texans to uh, to advance here and uh, maybe get a couple licks on Flacco and uh, force him into a couple picks. So you know, as great as uh, Flacco's been, he's still uh, he, he he has thrown he has thrown a lot of picks. Uh, if you put pressure on him, he'll he'll, he'll toss one up. So, I, and also a big thing for Cleveland is uh, that, that that kicker is hurt. Uh, Dustin uh, Hopkins, Dustin Hoffman uh, had had a great year, but uh, he, he's uh, unfortunately for them he's going to be at hurt. So I think it'll come down to that uh, that late miss field goal by uh, Patterson the fill in. Uh, he, he he's gonna he's gonna hook one to the left and and, and the Texans win a close one. Yeah. And you called him Dustin Hoffman, so I think from now on he, we have that, to we have to call Dustin Hopkins what, on forever on this podcast. He is Rain Man. 
You, you missed a corny joke. I said the, the new <laughs> kick is gonna gonna hook one to the left. Uh, the oh my god! All right. Woo! Uh, oh, see, was, uh, not even, not even. So it was on purpose. I love it, John. Good uh, job. Tootsie, Kramer, Kramer. A lot more uh, popular films, but that's all. Uh, that's all I got here. What do you expect? <laughs> <laughs> all right, senior. John's going with the Texans. Yeah, I'm, I like the Texans, but I'm gonna go the other way. I'm gonna go with the hot. Cleveland Browns. I think they have the better defense. And here we got the rookie quarterback against the veteran who we thought was retired, come off the couch. And he's been just red hot. He's a great story. And uh, I know his one, as John pointed out, his one flaw, which he always had, he still has. He's still been throwing some picks. But he's, he throws for like 375 yards a game and two interceptions, right? That's like his average with this team. And I think it's kind of the perfect the perfect team for him to be on because obviously the 375 yards produce points. And that defense is good enough to kind of bail him out of the picks sometimes. That's such a good defense. Um, the Texans have been a great story. C.J. Stroud, unbelievable. I think they I think they're going to put up a good fight. It's going to be a, a really good game, but I just think the Browns and Flacco with that defense are just too hot coming in. But you know, I like there's something that I'm going to like I hope becomes a little bit of a trend what Stroud and D'Amico Ryans has done. Rookie coach, high draft pick, rookie quarterback being very successful. I can see I can hope to see that happening again somewhere next year. But I'm taking Cleveland in this game. All right. So that comes to me. And I, li- I like the Browns here as well. A lot of the reasons Senior said. Um, I, I believe in their defense. And I don't believe in Houston's defense is, re- is really what it comes down to. Um, I think the Browns are, even if Flacco turns it over, I think they'll they'll be able to move the ball and put up points. Um, Shroud's fantastic. So, the thing that would make you lean Houston is it's tough to pick against that kid spent um, with, with what he's done this season. But I think the Browns defense is just, is just a little too much here. So even on, even on the road, I think Flacco, I think he gets it done. And I, you know, I heard this on another, another show and I wanted both of your thoughts. At what point does Cleveland um, have a quarterback controversy going into next year. Do you think we're there now? Uh, it's not going to happen. I know with all the money and what they gave up, but I mean, if they make, if they, if they win a play, if they win a playoff game with Flacco, does that, does that, oh, do they bring him back? Right. Or, is, or would it have to be like the Super Bowl? Even that, I think uh, it's they have to go back to Watson and they just didn't. They they got too much invested in them and uh, the you know there's no way they could get rid of them so there's and plus the age uh, factor you know Sacco uh, they will be a a miracle ride but for for the long term they they have to go back to they have to go back yeah I mean I mean if they uh, if they were to win the Super Bowl I can't imagine that they wouldn't have Flacco come back as the um. No, even that, uh, that, that that's a long shot. But but even that, uh, I would say yeah, they they have to they have to go back and and they would recognize that it was just a magical run. And uh, do you keep keep Flacco on the roster at least as a backup? 
if Watson goes down, he's there. Sure. Or if Watson miserably fails, he's there. I mean, he's been much better than Watson was this year. It's not even close. What do you think, senior? You guys didn't hear me? I heard you. I heard you. I'm sorry. I had a little, uh, I'm mm-hmm. sure, I'm sure everybody heard the commotion going on here. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, I'm used to a dog barking. It's usually from my end. Chase the Wonder Dog is, a, is, is quite, is quite loud. Wants to compete with Lilo a little. <laughs> yes. Um, all right. So, yeah, I was just throwing that out there. Sorry for the confusion. I, I am not as used to, uh, to the dogs going crazy here. So, senior, you're, you know, you're, you're, you're a much better multitasker than I am. All right. So I, I went with Cleveland. John thinks no matter what, Watson's the starter week one next year. Senior left it open. I can't imagine. I mean, I would think that like truly, I mean, if they make the Super Bowl, I think Watson's the backup. <laughs> I mean, how can that you would- not? How it could would certainly you- be a huge outcry among the fan base for sure. But then, like the other thing, like the, with what you saw from Watson this year, do you think he would have like a big problem collecting a paycheck and being Flacco's backup? Because I don't. I don't. No, and, he, and he's there for a long time. He'll eventually get the job back. Competitive fire with him. It seemed like he like he had like a little little Ben Simmons going on, you know. So. We'll see. We'll see. It's a hell of a story, but CJ Stroud can put all that to rest this week if John's accurate. All right. Next up, Miami at Kansas City. We talked about this a little earlier, but speaking of lucky, the Chiefs very much limping into the playoffs. The Chiefs are Not, a mess. They they are a mess. I mean, I know they they beat Browning, but it's again wasn't an impressive performance. Again, their star tight end did jack did nothing in the game um they don't have playmakers on offense and he didn't he didn't play he didn't play though kelsey he didn't play what am i thinking of john oh they had it wrapped up did they beat browning yeah but but yeah kelsey rested he rested i thought they played the bengals and they beat them and that um no, nah, that, they, that must they have been. Beat, uh, they beat the Chargers, and oh, it was yeah. a, a meaningless game. But yeah, he didn't play. He didn't play. Meaningless game. So in the Bengals game, which was not a meaningless the week before, game, right, right, right. 17, sorry, that's what I was referring to. And sorry to the listeners. Um, they're limping in. Is essentially what I'm saying. <laughs> They've been unimpressive. They're limping in. Um, I feel like they were the team that was circled. Where if you're a Cleveland or you're a Pittsburgh or you're Buffalo or whoever, right? This is the team. If you have to go on the road, this is the team you probably want to play. Um, the one team that probably didn't feel that way is the Dolphins. The Dolphins lose the division to Buffalo. And at the same time, more injuries on their defense. So their whole pass rush at this point is is not playing. And... Senior, senior alluded to the weather in Kansas City and the cold, and I don't know if either of you guys took a look at um, some of the stats that have been floating around about Tua in the cold, but I believe it was something like 0-10 if the temperature at game time was under 40 degrees, something to that effect. Mm-hmm. So you, you have a you have a, a warm weather team that. It, 
Miami has been really good at home all year going to a cold weather stadium against a good defense. And then the Miami defense is extraordinarily beat up. And even with all that, with what I've seen from the Chiefs this year, would it shock me if Miami gets a couple of long runs, gets to 21 and wins the game or, or you know, a couple of long runs and a home run to Tyreek and wins the game 21-17 or something, which what I've seen out of the Chiefs offense, it wouldn't. But I think just based on all those mitigating factors, it really feels like the Chiefs just caught a tremendous break here. And for that reason, I'm going to pick the Chiefs to win the game. Ugly, ugly game that the Chiefs win, which is, I guess that's how they win these days. But ugly game that the Chiefs win. What do you think, Senior? You know, in, in all honesty, even with the the ridiculous seven below zero supposedly temperature at game time, if the Dolphins were reasonably healthy, I'd be picking them. That's not, the Chiefs have been so unimpressive that. And I, and I kind of like the door. I know every, you know, it's it's a, it's a, one of the things you say, well, every team has injuries. And it's true. And, you know, like the Steelers lost Watt. It's a key injury. But the Dolphins are just decimated. I've been saying it for the last few weeks. I feel bad for them. They're so decimated by injuries. You know, somebody comes back. Baker comes back last week. He, he makes that huge play at the goal line at the end of the first half. I mean, what a great play, right? To, to stop the guy inches short and then time ran out. And then uh, the second half, he dislocates his wrist, goes out of the game, and he had surgery this week. He's out. He had just come back after being out for five weeks. You know, their pass rushes are out. Howard's not playing. I'm not sure about Mostert or Waddle. But, I mean, the Dolphins' one advantage would be their speed. And I seven below zero probably kind of negates that. I'd, I'd like to see him pull it out because I kind of I kind of like him as a team, and the, the Chiefs it's just inexplicable how bad how that offense has just turned so so bad. So in seven, even with the, the defense obliterated, they'll probably still be able to hold the Chiefs to maybe. I would be surprised if they hold them to twenty or so. But I don't know if the Dolphins can get to twenty in that weather against the Chiefs' defense is good. So I. Uh, I I picked I gotta pick the Chiefs to win with everything, with with these conditions and with the with the physical condition of the Dolphin team. But I feel bad about it, and I say that eh, if you're picking them to win this game, but you don't think highly of them, and it's uh they'll they'll be one and done. They'll win this one, but I don't see them winning another game. No, I mean if 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 the Bills take care of business, then that Kansas city is going to Buffalo in the next round, um, which even, even with the erraticness of Buffalo, I, you, you got to really like Buffalo in that matchup. With what yeah, know, especially at home. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, the chiefs don't look like a team that's going to go on a run. Let's put it that way. That's for yeah. sure. But they oh. catch a break in the, the way this all fell for them in the first round. And John, you making yeah. it a clean sweep, or are you going with you going with two two or in the cold? No, I can't. Uh, it, it's a clean sweep. I think I think the Chiefs are just bored for the regular season. They didn't. Uh, they, they were they were never really threatened uh, for, for the division. So 
that that resulted in their lackluster play. But the, their defense was pretty consistently, uh, uh, definitely uh, above average, top 10 defense all year. So I, I don't think they're going to have much problems. Yeah, to reiterate what you guys said, Miami was decimated. Uh, it, it seemed like that game, they hardly had the ball. I think Buffalo had it like like 40 out of the 60 minutes. Uh, you know, Buffalo had the time of possession. And Miami you know, hardly even ran any plays. And and they also got a bad draw when uh, when when that uh, when Jacksonville took the loss. So that meant that even if uh, Miami had won that game and won the division last week, they they would have had to play Buffalo again this week. Yeah, yep. And and they, and they definitely there was no way in hell they would have beat them twice in a row. So. Uh, and now they get this. So, so, so if they won, they would have got Buffalo again. And if they lost, they, you know, which is what happened, they get the Chiefs. So, either way, the season was gonna end this week, in, in my break. opinion. Yeah, with all that, they can't sustain all those injuries. Yeah, I'm going Casey. I think Casey is gonna, gonna, gonna improve. They're not gonna be as, uh, as weak as they, as lackluster as they, as they played in the regular season. I think they're gonna turn it on for the. Uh, for the playoffs. And uh, they, they also have good news. Uh, it's one of those things where you look at the injury report and you see like a uh, Cradarius Tony questionable. If I'm a Chiefs fan, I'm, you know, you, you're not, you're not exactly hoping he plays. Uh, yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe the cold will turn his hands into, into rocks, which would be an improvement on his, on his normal hands. All right. Whole receiving for his hands. Yeah. They could catch passes in nice weather. I don't see these guys holding on to too many balls. So if they this is seven below first, yeah. pot- that is the first. So just marking it down. Miami first potential benefactor of the this week in the nfl jinx the the three men and then john threw a little extra gasoline on the mush by saying the chiefs were just bored in the regular season they're going to turn it on (laughs) right now now. so so just take note listeners i think it's going to be a a pacheco i i I like how he runs he runs hard i think he's gonna have a he's gonna have a big game and the cold weather miami could use most of it about a guy who's a bit more physical than Achan, and I don't know if he's playing. So, yeah, I mean, it's just Kansas City does have a good defense. I mean, yeah. that's that that's what the pick is, that's right? The only about. reason they won the division, that's right. Yeah, Chris because Jones always shows up. Chris Jones. Miami has a better offense than the Chiefs, but in the cold, it probably evens things out where they're they're you know they're they're about they're even, and the Chiefs have a better defense in their home. Right. So. It's, like, it's tough. Yeah, John said, Chris Jones, if you were watching the San Diego game, yeah, what he he needed one sack for a, it was a million dollar bonus. Really? Yep. It was going to yep. kick in. It was like the biggest celebration you ever seen. He went yeah. nuts when he got that, the million yeah, dollar sack. Also, his teammates were happy for him, so you could tell that he's yeah. a he's a good teammate, that he's yeah. a good leader. The way the guys rallied around him, that was good to see. I'd go pretty nuts too. <laughs> that's a, yeah. I mean, that's a big sack. Yeah. Right? <laughs> All right. Next up. So we already oh, also, covered. Uh, Sorry, you know, John. We have to advise everybody. The game is on Peacock. I, I saw a lot of people. Uh, usually, a lot of people. A lot of people over fifty were complaining that the game's on Peacock. That they have to. They, they may have to uh, subscribe uh, for a month and you know lay out six bucks. Uh, you know, which is uh, you know it's hurting a lot of people's uh, uh, pockets. But, so. <laughs> So if you have to, if you're not subscribed to Peacock and you have to for a month, uh, you know at least uh, you know keep it and watch the game and 
There's other good things on Peacock though. The Holdovers is a great movie, and uh, and, and I just saw that Oppenheim, Oppenheim is coming to Peacock. So ooh, yeah. I didn't know that, Sean. That's it, a great movie. Yeah, next month. So don't despair if uh, if you had to, you know, subscribe and cancel to watch a game for, you know. And I hope that six bucks won't kill you. Yeah, I mean, I saw a it lot is what it is. But that it. thanks. That's a public service announcement. Thanks, John. Uh, yeah, you you heard about that over the last day or two. Oh, uh, a lot of crying. Yeah, you know, people are having a tough time coming to grips. This is, uh, you know, the capitalism. Uh, yeah, hey, I mean, rules in the U.S. Uh, it's tough. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's the end of the world to have to, you know, pay a gallon of gas basically for Miami at Kansas City, right? You know, it is what it is. They're trying to trying new things. Six bucks, hey, that's two by me. That is, that is, are. it you is two. Are. It is two. We're not in LA here. We're, we're on the East Coast. <laughs> All right, next up, next up, we already covered Sunday at one. Sunday at four thirty, another extremely interesting game in a in a weekend full of them. The Packers at Dallas. So the Packers coming in, uh, coming in hot, John. Packers coming in hot. The Cowboys also coming in, I guess, a, a little hot. I mean, they 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 crushed the Commanders as expected. Um, the Packers got a must-win game, where a lot of people were picking the Bears. The Packers' defense really showed up in that game. I picked the Bears. Um, we did we mush the Bears? Did we I think all? We all did. Yeah. Yes, we did. Yes, we yeah. did. Sorry, sorry, Tim and friends uh backers won that game 79 and a good great performance by their defense and so you have green bay coming to dallas and this game is just storyline central right you have a, i i i i'm not a cowboys hater i like this cowboys team but there there are some pretty cool storylines if green bay were to win this game um i can't even imagine tuning into you know, the more the morning shows and the, the poor Cowboys fans like having to deal with that, losing at home. There's the Aaron Rodgers angle, which is the one I love so much. It would be so nice if, if love got this done. Um, with that said, Dallas's offense has been elite all season. Green Bay's defense, not so much. Senior, does it ju- or John? I'm sorry. Does John? Does it just come down to that in this game, or do you see um, do you see playoff Cowboys re- rearing their head here early? Mm, no, I don't see it. I think they're going to keep their their home home field momentum that they had for the season. I don't think uh, the Packers uh, have enough to beat Dallas. Uh, although their their defense did come through, that that was a surprise in that uh, Chicago really uh, couldn't score. It was it was really their defense that held them down, uh, which, which was. Which was surprising because uh, you know I, I witnessed uh, just a month earlier they let Tommy DeVito run, run it right down there and 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 take a game from him in the fourth quarter the, the defense was definitely un- underwhelming most most of the year but uh, they're starting to pick it up and uh, a lot of their young guys that they that they drafted uh, you know a couple of nice receivers that they got in uh, in second and fifth round Wicks is uh, is looking good and uh, and Reed so. They're definitely improving, and and also you know for you Rogers haters, you know Love already did something that, that he didn't choke in that last game and uh, at home, so he got him to the to the playoffs, unlike his predecessor. So they're 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 playing with house money. That that would be a fear if I'm a Cowboy fan. Green Bay has absolutely nothing to uh, 
nothing to lose there. You know, most everybody's expecting uh, Dallas to win this game. So, so Green Bay is not going to be a tight at all. They're going to be playing fast and loose. Well, they're, they're young too. It's like, I yeah. mean, the youngest, youngest team to make the playoffs, like in the, almost in the modern era. Yeah. It's oh, like 73 a, or something. Yeah. So, so if they could keep it close, that, that would be nice. Also, if they, if they got a lead, uh, you know, Jones, Aaron Jones was hurt most of the year. So, but, but he's, uh, he's been back and he, and he's been rolling. So if they catch a lead and, uh, and, and they can keep it on the ground versus Dallas has been a weak versus the rush, but I don't see, uh, I don't see Green Bay's defense stopping them. I don't see them, uh, getting that lead. I think Dallas is, uh, going to win rather comfortably in this one. Uh, they, they got too much on, uh, too much on. If, if, if they got the lead, you, if, I mean, you know, I don't, I don't think you know that, though, yeah. that, that things would tighten up in that stadium and of course. it would be, it would be, it would be great theater. And then the other storyline senior would be potentially the Packers ending McCarthy's McCarthy's job as yeah. Dallas's coach. Magic Mike. You know, if you, for the Cowboys, for the Cowboy fans and the Cowboy people, that might be a blessing in disguise if they would lose this game. Fire McCarthy and hire Bill. That might be their Super Bowl next year. You know, they might finally do it. Seems crazy. Yeah. Sacrifice this year. Sacrifice this one. So you got a good reason to bring in Bill, and then you win it next year. I'd be, I'd be surprised if they lose this game just by you know watching the teams. I, I like the way Green Bay's played, but Dallas just looks like a lot better team. But we've seen them choke before. And what you guys were talking about getting ahead, that that really is the key for Dallas, especially the Dallas defense. When they get ahead, that defense is relentless with that pass rush. But if they don't get a lead and you can you can establish it, you run right at Parsons. Teams have had a lot of success doing that. That hasn't really been, as you said, Jones has been hurt. So maybe maybe that maybe Jones has a game because. Really, most of Green Bay's offensive success has been on been back, well, the arm of love with all of the receivers. But that is the key to that game. But yeah, the, who gets ahead is a big key. I'm not saying if Green Bay gets a lead, they're sure to win. But if Dallas goes up like 14 nothing, it's probably game, right? Because that's them. They're front runners. They're the best front runners going. I mean, it, it's, imp- it's impossible to pick the Packers to win. I never... If if you watch that um, the game against the Bears, you were talking about their defense, especially the, in the whole fourth quarter when the Bears were really trying to go to their passing game. That I don't I don't I haven't seen Green Bay have that kind of a pass rush this year. The pass rush was really really good for the Packers. Yeah, if they can, if they can unleash that, but the Cowboys' offensive line is obviously much better than the Bears' <laughs> that, offensive line. That was just I was going to say that because if yeah. you could unleash that, you know because. Dallas doesn't really run the ball much. You know, everybody thought Pollard was going to be a monster this year, and it hasn't really worked out. You know, Dallas's offense is a passing offense, very much pass first. So I'm going to pick the Cowboys, be pulling for Green Bay. You can't help it. You root the underdogs, but it would surprise me. I, I don't think it's going to be that close a game. I think I think the most likely thing that happens is the Cowboys get ahead and they go in their front-runner mode and they just bury them. Yep. Um, I'm, I'm going with the Cowboys, too. I think it's just that Dallas offense and 
you know, we don't, you don't want to just talk about skill position guys, but CD Lamb is incredible. I mean, he has been absolutely incredible this year. Not maybe not the best receiver in football, the second best receiver in football. I mean, he's been he has been fantastic, and he is on a a real run. And up until two weeks ago, this Green Bay defense was extremely burnable. So it's really tough to it's tough to pick Green Bay when it's tough to see them stopping the Cowboys' offense. With that said, I think Cedar, you're right on the money. And the way that Green Bay gets ahead is, I think, I think for Dallas to lose this game, you're going to need um, an early a, a turn an early turnover, right? Mm-hmm. Which which we have seen from them, an early pick six or something like that, and oh oh shit, Green Bay's up ten nothing. Then that turns the game completely on its head. And in that kind of game, Green Bay can win that kind of game. And the type of pressure that they, that Dak and that team will feel, it, it might almost be, it would almost be like better if they were on the road. <laughs> even uh, you saw it even versus the shitty commanders. They were, they struggled in the first half. And if uh, there was somebody better than uh, Howell to take advantage of it, they might've been in, in some trouble. Exactly. Right? And, and th- there's just all this history with the playoffs that, they need to get out to a lead and just stomp Green Bay. I don't think they want a close. They don't want a close game. They definitely don't want to be behind. So I'm going to pick the Cowboys because analytically they're they're the better team, but it could be high drama and it'll be a lot of fun to watch. (laughs) What's killed them uh, in the, in the last few playoffs is really just egregious penalties and, just so undisciplined, uh, about a, you know, about as disciplined as uh, Magic Mike's diet. There, uh, just a, lo- a lot of penalties. So yeah, and I mean that's, that's the game. other thing. If you're if they're in a close game, it's I mean he he's not like I mean he's known as not being <laughs> not not making good decisions late in games, right? Clock management, <laughs> not at yeah. its fine. That's what I'm saying. So that's like a disadvantage there too. So we'll see. It could. It's got the potential to be really, really entertaining, but there's also that potential of a Cowboys blowout. Yeah. But then, then again, uh, I'm thinking back to when uh, Lafleur, uh, what was it, uh, when uh, versus Tampa Bay, whatever, when he went for the, uh, did, did didn't go for. Right. Remember at the end of the uh, Green Bay Tampa game, that disaster with Lafleur. So yeah, so not exactly a, you know, genius on the other side. This is true. Well, well could Green Bay? Ride the this week in the NFL mush two weeks <laughs> in a row. <laughs> so that's another mark it down, Cowboys. Sorry, this week in the NFL jinx is on you. I think that's safe. All right, then eight o'clock Sunday night. Um, yeah, by most accounts, probably the game of the weekend. Um, you have probably the best matchup and a great story of Matthew Stafford and the Rams going to Detroit. To face the Lions. As of press time, we're recording on Friday here. Sam Laporta did practice in full today, wow. which gives him a real a real chance to play in this game, which seemed pretty far-fetched um, a couple of days ago. Um, huge difference maker. Can't imagine he would be at 100%, but if he's out there at all, that's a big that's a big big win for for the Lions. Yeah, that's a that's a great development for him because he looked like he was done. Uh... When he when he went down Sunday, so good, good for them. Even if he even if he plays fifty, you know, only fifty sixty percent. Yeah, and 
Like this is a very this is a great matchup, very even matchup. Um, the Detroit defense has been pretty suspect all year. They do have a you know they have Aiden Hutchinson, but you've definitely been able to move the ball on them. Um, the Sean McVay char- um, Chargers Rams offense has been has been very good, right? They have a, they have a good running game. They have two Cadillac receivers. And they have a healthy, a healthy Matthew Stafford back there slinging it around. Uh, the Rams defense has also been uh, performed above expectations. They will have their hands full with, you know, the uh, the Lions, the Lions offense, who has lots of weapons. Um, if they have Laporta, even more so. And then the other piece of this is Goff against McVay. McVay quit, quit on Goff after Goff, even after Goff led them to a Super Bowl. Quit on Goff to bring Matthew Stafford in. Won a Super Bowl with Stafford. Now here we are. Um, Stafford, I'm sure, gets a lot of love in Detroit, but real big game feel to this one. And so it's a pick 'em kind of game too. Who who do you like here, Senior? I have a guess, but you can tell us. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm I'm not gonna go away from that roar team. You know, I really respect the Rams. I mean, it's a, this is a tough game though. This is the other teams got lucky draws. They get. They're hosting their first game in like 30 years, first playoff game in like 30 years, and they get a really tough draw. The Rams are coming in, really playing well, and I totally respect them. But it's a tall order, but Detroit at home, there's going to be a lot of mojo. That place is going to be completely electric. Campbell's going to have the team so stoked that I'm picking the Lions to win in a shootout, a high-scoring game. Like 35-31 Lions roar to victory with their, their, their two-headed running back getting it going and Goff in his revenge game having a good game. And that guy that's a top five receiver in the NFL, Amon Ross St. Brown, kind of an underrated player still. A lot of people don't realize how good that kid is. They just have a big game and they outscore the Rams. So Matt Stafford comes back, he gets an ovation at the beginning of the game, and then they root against them because, my God, if you're a Detroit fan, it's your first home playoff game in 30 years. I mean, uh, you know, it doesn't matter who's playing quarterback on the other team. You want this game bad as much as you respect Matt. So 35-31, roar! All right, what do you think, John? Mm, I'm going to go the other way. Uh, I like uh, McVeigh's experience in uh, in the playoffs, uh, as opposed to Campbell. It's gonna be his first uh, playoff game, and uh, the the Rams' offense is really rolling. Uh, Detroit's defense been been very suspect. Although uh, I saw the Rams a couple weeks ago get get kind of lit up by Tyrod uh, Taylor in in a game they could have lost to the to the Giants. So the, that's something to keep an eye on. But uh, the, the you know Detroit only has one player, Hutchinson. And uh, but the, of course the Rams have Aaron Donald and also a, a great rookie on the bookend, uh, defensive tackle Kobe Turner, who uh, makes some plays. So I, I'm going to go with the Rams in a close one. Uh, probably should be a shootout, and uh, and, and also in the quarterback duel, I'll take uh, uh, Stafford a slight edge over Goff, even though I'm not a big uh, Stafford fan, but uh, he's a little a slight edge over Goff. The Rams is the real like sexy upset pick this week and it's not not even a huge upset um i'm always a little wary of that i think it's a i think it's a great game i think it might be a little lower scoring than that that people think 
um, playoff football. And a lot of times you have these games that on paper are like definitely going to be shootouts. And sometimes in, sometimes it's not quite as high scoring as people think. Um, Lions at home. Lions with this, I mean, a playoff win is so huge for them. The place is going to be completely nuts. And I just think I think they're going to get it done at home. So I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Detroit 24 17 in a in a fun game to watch where Aiden Hutchinson gets it done for them on defense and Detroit's offense is good enough. They can move the ball on anybody. So but a really interesting game would not surprise me at all to see it go the other way. But yeah, to your point, not that big of an upset. As a matter of fact, the. Uh... I peeped today uh, uh, the NFL Live crew, Ryan Clark and Swagoon, and I think all five of them picked the. They were they all picked they all you know they're almost throwing their picks without saying anything, and and they all came up Rams, and and then after that they were like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna change it, just you know, just 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 because you know they want to be different, they don't want to all pick on the same one, but they all picked the Rams. Yeah, see, so my 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 upset big upset pick was Pittsburgh. Yeah, Ryan Clark, of course, he was the only one that picked Pittsburgh. <laughs> Homer. RC. <laughs> yeah. Knows what he's talking about, that guy. Uh, I don't know. All right, so those are the only games, right, guys? Ah, uh, well. Oh, there's a Monday night game as well. Yes, so <laughs> um, you have the, you know, the entree, the dessert, and then the Monday night game is the, uh, the, the half-smoked cigarette outside the restaurant. We have Philadelphia, Philadelphia at Tampa Bay. Senior talked a little bit about this in his uh, in his opening monologue. Um, both teams coming in not looking very good at all. Like in Philly's case, it's just been catastrophically bad. I mean, the Giants just the Giants just wiped the floor with them. It was yeah. I mean, I and I I know that Philly like stopped trying or whatever at one point, right? But the Giants before that. While Dallas was like behind, the Giants did whatever they wanted in that game. Tyrod Tyrod Taylor may have been may as well have been prime Michael Vick in that game. He just he just torched the <laughs> Eagles. Um, their defense sucks really really bad, and now Hurts is is a little banged up. Um, AJ Brown too. AJ Brown got hurt in the game. It's not practicing. Didn't practice today. Yeah. Hate to see it, but I mean, I, I this is a team that's going nowhere anyway. But if they had to pick a team to play, I suppose that they would probably pick the Bucks, who squeaked by the hapless, putrid Panthers. The Panthers should have won that game. They had a touchdown called back on a penalty, right? They had a fumble at the one yard line, the stupid fumble out of the end zone, touchback, and they missed a field goal and lost the game 9-0. Tampa did not look good in this game. They did not look good the week before against New Orleans, but they they did win the division. Baker, as Senior alluded to, is banged up. With all that said, I I am incapable. I don't I don't know that I would pick the Eagles to beat Michigan, the college team, Michigan, right now, the, with the way they're playing. Their their defense, their defense is just a sieve. So even a banged up Baker, they have some good skill position guys. 
that should be an easy an easy 24 and potentially more against that horrible, horrible Philly defense. And then Philly banged up on offense. Tampa, you can pass on. Is Hurts going to be able to pass? Will he have his receivers? Um, so even with Tampa not playing well, I still like them. I like them to win by double digits and send Philly back home. This Eagles team doesn't belong in the playoffs. They were 10-1. and one. That team belonged to the playoffs. This team, this team quite literally might be the worst team in the NFL. Bucks in a walk. <laughs> Senior. And, you know, when you say that 10 and one team belonged in the playoffs, I agree. But we were seeing red flags before the 11th game ended, you know, that they, they were just squeaking by constantly. And then the whole roof caved in on. As you say, it's better than just getting killed by everybody yeah. you play. Yeah, yeah. The defense is awful. Man, I wish they were playing somebody better than Tampa. But still, yo, know, I no, I think I think Tampa gets it done as well. I think they get they get the running game going with White because anybody can run on them, and then that sets up Baker with some play action, and he's got Evans and Godwin, and. They're probably the team that scored nine points against Carolina is probably going to score 28 or 30 or something against the Eagles. It's crazy, but true. So I'll take the home team bucks in a, in a win of a game of two teams that don't appear to be playoff teams playing each other in the playoffs to put the, the, the end of the weekend and finish off the state of Pennsylvania for us. Yeah, and if the Bucks, if the if 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 things were to go to form with Dallas, Detroit, and Tampa Bay winning, what do you think the Bucks are in San Francisco? Fourteen point underdogs, maybe. Yeah, at least yeah. One, For that round of the playoffs, the highest, it's it's awful. Highest right? spreads in history between ten yeah. and fourteen. Between ten and fourteen. Yeah, it'll be one of the highest spreads in history. Yeah, for sure. For that then, playoff round. It might, um, I mean, it might be worth Philly squeaking by and winning this game 10-9, so they have to go to San Francisco next week. Yeah, so they could just mop the floor with them. <laughs> but either way, Senior, I, I think, and, and John, and John, we'll get to your pick in a second, but I, I'm thinking that, you know, the, the, the biggest nightmare for the This Week in the NFL crew, I think at this point, would be the All-Pennsylvania Super Bowl. <laughs> and I, I, think, I, 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 I think we're safe. All right, John. We can't jinx that into existence. John, I hope I hope you're picking the Eagles because I, I don't want us to jinx Tamper again. We already did it once a couple weeks ago. But make your pick. Yes, I am because <laughs> I, I, I mean we've we've gone on and on about how horrible the Eagles are, but ooh, Tampa's been just as bad, and and Baker really looks banged up. Uh, so that, that that's the only thing I'm, I'm going to put my hat on one, that uh, that the Eagles. Uh, at least even though Hertz is banged up, he's not as banged up as Baker and, uh, and the Eagles, uh, if you could pick one unit, the Eagles offensive line still, uh, has it together. They, even as bad as they've been, they've still been, been scoring and, and moving the ball. So I, I just think they're going to put it together and, uh, and manage to squeak by and, uh, definitely, but, you know, be the, this will be the only game in the playoffs and, and which will probably, which will be good news for, uh, 
you know, for hate for haters, because uh, maybe they'll save Sirianni's job uh, with with one with one win with with the loss, he might be out. But uh, I, I just don't see it in Tampa, and I I think it's gonna it's gonna go the other way. That maybe uh, as I mentioned earlier when we was talking about Bills. Uh, uh, a destination. I, I think uh, this under the radar spot that uh, that that Bowles might be out. You know, with the, with his uh, stunning personality and, uh, and that uh, that there was this would be a good spot for Bill to land. Uh, so I'm I'm going with the Eagles to squeak it out. I'm I'm not impressed. Uh, besides Baker, uh, you know, White White doesn't have much of a running game. Uh, you know, about three and a half yards per carry. So. The, the only way is if uh, if uh, if Baker connects with the uh, Evans on a on a couple and expose that horrific uh, Philly secondary, but uh, I, I think Baker's too banged up, so I'm going with the Eagles and a squeaker. Sneak preview: Baker connects with Evans on a couple against that for a, on All a couple right. against that horrible Philly secondary. But just remember, but but death and uh, taxes that they get one, they get one. There's no way that that secondary holds him down the whole game. If if uh, the predictions do come true, though, it would be the Rams going to the the Niners and and Philly would go to Dallas. So. If the Rams win, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, correct. All right, guys. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a fantastic week. And All right, let's uh, get your opinion on the uh, the end of uh, the end of an era with the uh, Patriots, and and uh, I think it was a good job by your own, you know that they uh, they they parted amicably, and uh, and and right away the next day, just just move right on. Don't waste the time with you know BS interviews and uh, you know with with Vrabel and all that, and 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 get the era parent on Mayo in. So that was a yeah, you know, good good job by you guys. Eliminate you know. Let, I I agree, on. John. I agree, John. That if it had to happen. I think it was handled well. And I mean, being honest, it did feel like time. I don't blame Belichick for the team not being good this year. I think he's I think he's still a good coach. I mean, obviously, there's been, you know, it's been talked about a lot that Bill, the GM, maybe not as maybe not as strong. The Patriots did make some mistakes there. But to me, like as soon as he as soon as I saw that he was leaving all of that kind of all of those kind of thoughts just left me and I was just filled with you know very similar to when Brady left just filled with gratitude I I mean senior remembers more than me but I remember um the Patriots being uh, the laughing stock of the NFL for quite a long time and those two guys took us from the laughing stock of the NFL to the greatest dynasty in the history of the NFL and as a fan, I have not, nothing nothing to say but thank you. And if Bill wants to continue to coach, um, he will have one guy here uh, always rooting for him, even if they play the Patriots. You know, if they have to lose to somebody, I hope it's I hope they lose to Belichick. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, just the the you know the by the greatest coach in the history of the NFL, and um, just such an interesting guy, and like the you know I think probably a little more a little more uh, layered personality wise than we get to see with the media, the stuff he does with the media, you know, he does tongue in cheek. It just to bust their balls. And it's, it's hilarious. And um, yeah, I wish him nothing but the best. And it's a, it's a sad day because that truly, you know, net with Brady leaving and now Bill leaving, that's it. That's uh, the, 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 the era, the era is over. So thank you, Bill senior. Yeah. He, can't echo that enough. I mean, we are so, so lucky. I mean, I go back obviously a lot further than you and I can remember many, many years. I'm 
I was a huge fan. I, I was a season ticket holder in the seventies and early eighties. And my God, I would have, I would have given everything I had to go to, to win one Super Bowl. It would have been the, I remember during the Steelers dynasty and stuff, how jealous I was of them. And I would have killed for one Super Bowl to say that, you know, I remember the Packers dynasty, the Steelers dynasty, the 49ers, the Cowboys, those those great runs that those teams had and being so envious. And it paled in comparison to what we did with Bill, you know, and to have all those Super Bowls, one coach and one quarterback, you know, win six Super Bowls with the same coach and the same quarterback is unbelievable. The one thing that I found a little hard about watching it, I mean, they handled it really well. There's no doubt they handled it well, but the first press conference, the one with the two of them, the not the not Bob's press conference at, after, um, I know that you could see it too. You could see, you know, you know it's if it was seeing that emotion from Bill, he didn't really want to leave. You know, you make it, it's amicable. They made it look as good as they could, but we all know that Bob had made his decision that he was moving on to, to hire the coach the next day. I mean, that decision. I'm, I bet, I'm sure. I'm sure Bob Kraft made that decision weeks ago. Because mm-hmm. he even when he said in his press conference after about when I make a big decision, I measure ten times and cut once. Because I want to take, I want to make sure I'm very, very thorough before I make the big decision, and I want to make the right one. Well, this was all decided, and I really think Bill wanted to stay. So on that note, I found it hard. I felt for him. He, it was a different Bill Belichick in that interview, right? I mean, thanking everyone and be, just being so gracious. It wasn't the guy that we see that fucks with the media, you know? For sure. Yeah, so thank you, thank you for everything, Bill. The great, the greatest coach in the history of football, the greatest leader we've ever had in our area, in in any on any sports team, maybe other than Red Orback, which I have to go way back for that. But I'll put him on that same plane. And that's about as big a compliment as you can get. And I'm with Raj. I'll be pulling for Bill wherever it go, wherever he goes. And from the Pats' point of view right now, okay, it's a new beginning. We now have the youngest coach in the NFL as opposed to the second oldest. He's taken over for Sean McVay as the youngest. And as I alluded to earlier, have hope because we saw a team this year with highly drafted rookie quarterback and rookie coach do really, really well. So let's hope we can be that team next year and get get on to winning again. It's an exciting year. We have a high draft pick. The Pats have a lot of money to play with under the cap. This is a big, big year. So Gerard Mayo's a start. Getting the right personnel guy in is going to be real important. Probably getting a couple of coordinators that have experience with a rookie coach would be a good thing. But we're going to watch it all play out. And it's, it is very exciting. But most of all, yeah, thanks a million, Bill Belichick. Love you, man. Well said, senior. I, I well only said. wish that uh, I only wish that Cincinnati had a job opening, so he could give a press conference and say, "We're on to Cincinnati." I'm on to Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the initial thought is Atlanta, right? But yeah, I think I think I mean I don't think he'll jump right to that because of I mean, if there's 
if there's one quarterback room that's worse than the Patriots. Ah, but, yeah, they, could, they could always get some. They could, they could, yeah. They could always get somebody. You know, somebody, so. but who? It, 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 yeah. Tom? <laughs> that, that's another thing. He's, he, you know, he has a burning desire to, to, to win one uh, and, and be that first coach to, you know, to win with two different teams. And, and, and uh, you know, because all the whispers about how, you know, he wouldn't have won without Tom. And, and oh, uh, yeah. Tom, Tom won the one after after he left. So he's got that burning desire to prove that one wrong. And, and you know, Bill, he's very, uh, he's very vindictive. There was, there was a good story in the post, you know, rehashing about, you know, his history about, and when he had left the jets, uh, at the, at the time, the 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 Jets uh, team president was a uh, was a guy uh, Goodman, and, and he was nothing but a uh, you know a Parcells uh, kiss ass, and and that's what he was, and and and, and he kind of uh, you know ripped Bill, saying that he you know he looked like a man in turmoil, and uh, he was questioning Bill's mental health, and then uh, and then the reporter asked him uh, you know what do you, you know what is your reaction to what uh, Goodman said, and and Bill said in in my 30 years of football. Uh, there's never been a man who's uh, spoken so much and won so little, and uh, he, he just hit him, he just hit him with that one singer, and it was, oh, it was, that's Bill in a nutshell right there. It doesn't say much, but uh, you know it, what he does. He's got a he's, he's got a sharp edge to him, and very competitive, and, and he doesn't forget. He's yeah, I mean you know he'd like to win one without Brady too, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, well, the best, really, the best chance of that, if he wants to do it fairly quickly, would be if one of these teams gets bumped in the playoffs in the first round and fires, you know, the whole the whole cowboy thing. I mean, if he gets on a team like that, he could win one very quickly. He could win one next year. Sirianni. Or, or the Eagles, yeah, or, or the Bills. You know, if one of those three gets knocked off and fires their coach, and hires them. If he goes to like an Atlanta, I know I know they have a lot of talent, but I don't think it would happen overnight there. It would take them a while. But yeah, we shall see. So very interesting. And uh, Pete Carroll certainly uh, that was a surprising one too. Yeah, there's always one uh, that 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 comes out of nowhere, and that that was the one uh, this year. Yeah, on, on Black the, uh, Monday week. In the same 24-hour period as Bill and Pete Carroll, Nick Saban re- resigns. So you, three absolute legends that go yeah. on in a 24-hour span. Really weird. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So it's a real, it's a real interesting off-season now because you got to think all three. I mean, I don't know about Carroll if he if he's interested in coaching still. If he is, yeah, there. I mean, three guys there with Belichick. Carroll and Brable that would certainly, I think, be able to get jobs. So sure. very, very interesting. And I did like that. I, I agree, John. I thought I think it's good that they showed they showed some loyalty to Mayo. Um, It was already worked into his contract, right? So they didn't have to go through any kind of process and they didn't let the news of Rabel's firing change anything, which is which I think I am um, ad- admirable. And also, they they don't have to do this. Obviously, they don't have to do the sham of the. Uh, you see, like a lot of these uh, teams like, that that are gearing up to hire Harbor and uh, and Bill, whatever. They're doing like a sham Rooney Rule interviews where they. Yeah, uh, what a joke! You know, mm-hmm. they just bring in a minority assistant and they say, like, "Okay, we get it out the way." Uh, you know, that's kind of uh, that, that's what I don't like about the Rooney Rule. But uh, yeah, wherever Jim Harbaugh goes, they go right on the old Steelers Eagles list for me. Whoever <laughs> whoever it is, oh, he's big, one of big, big 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 time. He's one of my least favorite. He's one of my least favorite people in sports. Oh, yep, yep, a total. You know, there's a 
I don't really, uh, you know, play into the room as much, but Jay Glaze has been pretty reliable on that. And he kind of floated out that, uh, that Tomlin might want to take a year off and then, and, and come back <laughs> and come back somewhere else. So, yeah. Can you imagine if the Jim Harbaugh's, Jim Harbaugh's, co- oh, if Bellet, Belichick can't go to the Steelers. Yeah, it'll never but, no, but Jim, no, 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 no. <laughs> how about Jim Harbaugh senior? Yeah, that's a, that would be crazy. And it would be coaching in the same division as his brother too. I mean, that, that would but, be insane. Uh, I mean, the thing you keep hearing is the Chargers, right, with Harbaugh. Or Vegas. No, that more. I, I think okay, more I Vegas. Heard the Vegas thing. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, doesn't that make it makes him immediately unlikable because Pierce is getting the shaft. Yep. Yep. It's immediately unlikable. He's unlikable already. I know, and this even more so. And I mean, that's a team that I mean, it seems like that team specifically, right? Like. Like it was the McDaniels culture more than the X's and O's that really they didn't like. And Harbaugh is not like a great guy either. I, I mean, oh, maybe no. I'm, and oh, also, a piece of garbage. And also, you know, Davis would probably <laughs> let him do whatever he wants and, and have him like have a say in, in personnel moves. And, and he loves that kid, uh, McCarthy, who I, I don't think is going to be a great pro, uh, the, the Michigan quarterback. He's in yeah, love with him. Draft him. So, so yeah, yeah, you, you know, he, he wants to take his, his sons, and I don't think he's going to be much of a, a pro yeah. quarterback. So. Yeah, I'm sure that would make Devontae Adams real happy. Yeah. J.J. <laughs> McCarthy come in as his mm-hmm. quarterback. <laughs> Devontae Adams, most likely a uh, Jet. Yep. Next yeah. season would be my, my best guess. With uh, Aaron. Oh, my God. So Adam's a great player. Great player. Rogers, in the news again. We don't have oh, to talk no. about it, but... Oh, I, saw I, that. Mean, I mean, I mean, it's like... Like we said, right? Buy the ticket, take the ride. And that's not a, a political statement by me, but... <laughs> at all. Just any, any... any Anybody who's just constantly has to be in the news for like controversial reasons and just has to have his face out there is, is he's, he's ridiculous. He's ridiculous. And well, I had the, the impression that McAfee had him on to, to thinking it was going to be football. And once he got on this conspiracy theory role that he gets on, he just, he couldn't stop. He kept saying, um, um, that, you know, McAfee would say something like, okay, and now we're going to, and he'd go, just, just let me say one, just let me make one more point. And he'd go to another thing. Oh my God. He's such an idiot. And, and I mean, and McAfee, you know, Matt McAfee is a showman too. Right. So he doesn't, uh, I'm sure he doesn't totally mind, but he is, just, he's a, it, Roger is just a very difficult guy to like, just in general, very difficult guy to like, awesome. very, very easy guy to root against. And we we were robbed of that a little this year. I mean, as you know, I mean, it, it's horrible what happened to his Achilles so early in the season. I mean, it was, you know, I don't want to say comical, but it was a little, you know, there was a little, oh, I can't believe this is happening to the Jets thing for him. But, you know, like that, we missed a whole year of senior, like including Rogers in his opening rant. So we look forward Good to that next year. Next year. Yes, yes. He <laughs> gives you so, it gives you plenty of material. That's for sure. That's it. So we need we need we need Harbaugh coaching the Steelers and his first big personnel move is getting Rodgers from the Jets. So that would be the perfect <laughs> storm for you, senior. <laughs> yeah. Not not for nothing, but at the end of the game, he 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 Bill had a lot of respect for Rodgers. You could tell because he you know he, he took time to talk to him, as as opposed to like uh, uh, Salah was like kissing his ass and Bill wanted nothing. To 
to do with them. Don't want to get the <laughs> hell out of there. But he took more time to speak to Rogers. So I think Bill Bill appreciates football genius and say what you want about Rogers. He is he is that. He's a very u- uniquely talented and very smart football player probably under under understands what's going on on the field maybe more than any act, other active player you can't take that away from him and i think bill respects that kind of thing yeah i agree it was all football and when they when they <laughs> asked rogers what he talked to him about it was all football <laughs> very good all right so very much looking forward to to the playoffs we will be back next week to preview the the next round. We are here on the North South Connection Podcast Network, where there's a n- bunch of other great content, wrestling related, pop culture, etc. I do one additional show called Talking Docs. Please tune in. I do that with Jennifer Smith and Logan Crossland. It is um, exactly what it sounds like. We talk about documentaries, which is um, different than talking about football. So I, I enjoy doing that. John, anything, anything going on? Uh, not, nothing for me, but I, I did check out a great show in the North South uh, about WrestleMania Seven with uh, our boys JT and uh, Marcus, uh, big Chiefs fan. Uh, so good luck to him and his uh, Chiefs. All right, and Senior, I know you're a one-trick pony. Until we spin off the Senior Ant to it being its own show, this is the only show you do. <laughs> so for Mister. For Mr. J.A.D. and for Cowboy Senior, I am the Cowboy. I'm out. Enjoy the games this week, everyone. Steve!